You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about uh, leadership, and my catchy title for this is why I still do the dishes. Now, before we get into this episode, which is going to be a quick down and dirty, awesome episode on leadership. If you have not already gone over on Facebook and liked NG cheer and gymnastics owners do that right now. If you're a gym owner, go like that page. We put out so much content there. You're going to get more content just like this, as well as our blogs and things like that. If you would like some things to come directly to your email, head on over to nextgenowners.com. You can sign up for our email list and you can get our blogs emailed directly to you. So make sure you do those two things before you go any further. And then the last thing I'm going to ask is if you listen regularly, subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, if that's Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts or directly on Podbean. But make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Make sure you get the notifications and share this with someone else and leave us a like and a review uh, so we know we're doing a great job. All right, let's get to it. So why I wash the dishes, leadership's lessons learned uh, through my time owning businesses as well as some of my military lessons learned. My big key three topics I wanna talk about. So number one is being a leader does not mean only doing the things you like to do. And this is something that I saw firsthand numerous times in the military with leaders that did not do a great job as well as people I've worked for. Number two is know what needs doing right now and either delegate that or execute that task. You need to make sure that whatever that thing is gets done. And then lastly, people are going to work harder for leaders that they know are going to suffer for them, right? They're gonna maintain that servant leadership mindset and people are gonna work harder for those individuals and they're gonna be more loyal over time. And that is one of the things that we all are striving for is more loyal Uh, employees who have our back through thick and thin. So why did I come up with this podcast? Well, I'll be honest with you. I came up with it like three hours ago and I was like, I've got to record this. I've got to get this uh, to them because I feel like it's such a good topic. And it was because I'm sitting here and I'm at camp where I'm recording a lot of these podcasts right now. I'm at camp and I'm doing the dishes. And while I'm doing the dishes, I'm thinking about my effective hourly rate. That's something that we've been talking about a lot within NextGen um, as owners. And we've been talking about our effective hourly rate within the company. And so it's something I've been thinking about more and more with camps and with the gym and, and what is my effective hourly rate when I'm working. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about what is my effective hourly rate? And I'm going, man, I am a really highly paid dishwasher right now. Like I am making buku bucks because I'm the owner and I'm, I'm washing dishes and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, so why am I doing this? And, um, it came down to that first thing, um, uh, is, or not the first thing, but doing what mattered in the moment. So number one, we talked about being a leader, not only doing the things that you like to do. Well, I'm the leader of my camp. I uh, still am the director of camp. I'm here at pretty much every single camp uh, with very few exceptions. 
and I'm the boss. I am in charge. And my staff really look to me for that leadership. Uh, they, uh, 100%, every single person knows that I am the captain of this ship. And the reality is, you guys, I don't like doing dishes. I actually don't do them. Uh, if you talk to my wife, I am probably horrible at this at home. I do. I've been trying to do better because I love my wife and I don't always want it to be on her between me and the, the three kids and her always having to clean it up. But I don't like doing dishes. It is not something I enjoy doing. I never have. And so why am I doing this? I don't like doing the dishes. Well, if I don't do the dishes, right, with why I'm back there in the in the hot kitchen doing dishes is during our meals, we don't have enough dishes for the amount of campers that we have here without washing during the meal process. So if I don't do dishes, this means that the meal distribution is going to slow down because kids are going to be waiting in line to get their food. And these are hungry kids who've been working hard. And so now their experience is going down. And on top of that, then my kitchen staff who've been cooking and my kitchen staff are some of the hardest working staff I have at camp. They get up earlier than everyone else. They make sure that we're fed. They work a lot of hours and they work their tails off to make sure that we're well fed. And so that means that they're going to have to slide over and start washing dishes while also still restocking food and redistributing food and doing those things. And they're going to have to pick up that slack or my coaches who've been in my gym coaching and they're working directly with the athletes and they need to be setting up for games that happen after meals. They need to be doing all those things. Those coaches are going to have to step in the kitchen and do that work because I, I unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't staff my kitchen accordingly to have a dishwasher. We were supposed to have one provided to us by the location and they didn't do that. And so now we're short a body. And so either my staff has to pick up that slack, which is going to pull them away from other tasks that are more important. And it's going to slow the process down for my clients. And so I know that what needs doing right now is the dishes need to be washed right now. The dishes need to go out because it's really important for me for the kids attending camp and the coaches attending camp to be fed and have it be done in a prompt manner and not be waiting in line for a long time, especially over and over. Now, they might be forgiving one time, but this if it happens every single meal, that's problematic. They're not going to be happy about that. And that's going to be a negative memory about their time at camp. And let me tell you, when it comes to camp, food is one of the number one reasons people will be like, mm, I don't know if I want to do it again. Uh, so food is really, really important. People need to be well fed and need to be happy with that process. Now I could delegate it and I have, I absolutely have delegated things like this out, but I've already delegated so many things to them that I don't want to burden them further when I don't have to. They already are working really, really hard and they've taken on a bunch of things that I used to do that I now don't, that I've delegated off to them. And at the end of the day, I can do this thing and I'm not busy. And the reason we don't have a dishwasher staffed was because I trusted the camp to provide one and they didn't. So it kind of falls on me, right? I haven't corrected the issue and I can execute this staff right now. I'm not busy. So instead of me sitting on my butt and, you know, calmly eating my lunch or my dinner, I can get in there and I can sweat a little bit and I can push and I can 
get this, I can do this work. And my kitchen staff appreciate it. Like they really, really appreciate seeing me get in there and do that work for them because they, they're hustling the whole time still. But it, they know that that's taking that work off of them and they appreciate it. And my staff, when they come and they drop off their plates and they drop off their food to get wa- like all their stuff when they're done eating, they see me taking their plates. So my staff see this. They see this and I know for a fact that they respect it because then they start coming in and going, hey, how can I help? How can I cover down? What do you need from me? Now, we're not going to go into the um, diagnosing my own personal issues of not being really up for taking people's help uh, because I oftentimes will say I'm fine, which the smarter ones know they just start coming and start working uh, and I I don't tell them to go away. Uh, But they see me doing this and that brings respect for me from my staff. And I don't do it for their respect, but this is just, this is one of the reasons, like as I'm sitting here thinking, why do I do this? Well, my staff appreciate it. And I want them to know that I value them. And that by washing dishes, that's a way for me to show that. It's also a way for me to show my clients that I value them. I'm making sure that they're not stuck in line waiting on food, waiting on a plate to put food on, even though there's hot food sitting in front of them. Now, I learned early on in my time in the military as a young second lieutenant uh, after I had just commissioned. And as a young second lieutenant, you know, I'm 22 years old. I've just graduated college and I am go. I went into a unit as a platoon leader. Now, luckily, I knew some of these guys because I had been been their platoon leader ahead of time as a cadet, which is very rare. But I went into a group of, of, of men that had already been to war. And they went, they went to Iraq in 2004. This was the height of the Iraq war. Uh, they fought in Fallujah. These guys saw significant combat. They lost friends. Um, and I'm coming in as a wet behind the ears 22-year-old saying, I'm your boss now. I'm going to lead you. And I learned really early on that as, as a lieutenant, my job is to delegate. I know leadership-wise, my job is to delegate things. But my Joes, my, my enlisted guys, my Joes respected me more when I was ready, willing, and able to do the tasks that weren't fun with them. When I was willing to step in and clean the latrine with them. When I was willing to wipe down weapons and clean weapons and be the first one there and the last one to leave. You know, do those two things. Help them load the truck. Do the physical labor. Even though I was delegating a lot of it away. There were times where if I was available, I needed to go over and do those things with them and or even take it off their hands. Hey, go take a break. I got this. I'll sweep this. Right. That shows them that you value them and their taskings and that you care about them and you're willing to do what they're doing. When you as a leader are unwilling to do the things that your staff does, it is um, it's not a good look and it really quickly is going to create a bad taste in your employees mouths so my camps my camp staff concurrently sees how hard i'm working on these other things they see me stepping in and doing dishes they see me filling water jugs and doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done and it really accomplishes two things number one they respect me for that and they work harder to deliver in the things that I've already assigned them to do. They're more willing to cover down and help each other in the gym. When they, they would have a break, they go and they help another station instructor instead of going and taking that break. Or they have a break and they step up and they see things that are going on and they do what needs to be done. They see that the waters aren't full and I haven't noticed it yet. So they bring them over and they fill up the water jugs to make sure that the athletes have water. They see that uh, I'm not in the 
gym and a rotation is almost up and they need to make a 10 minute announcement, they go over, they make that 10 minute announcement. You know, we, we, um, when camps first started and things were not as well delegated and as well oiled, you know, we had staff, if they had a break, boom, they were out of the gym. They were back in their cabin. They were taking a nap immediately. Now I almost have to beat my staff out of the gym when they have a break and say, Hey, go actually take a break because they don't want to be the ones taking it easy. They're going to always be pushing and doing, trying to do their job better. And I think that is a direct result of a lot of things, but certainly the, the leadership and the example that I try to set for them is a factor in that. So what I think you should do is I I think you need to remember that leadership skills are learned. They're not something that are a born trait. There's no such thing as a born leader. It's something that you learn. Now, certainly there are people who are more apt to being great leaders uh, and those people learn and then become amazing leaders. But leadership is a learned skill. It's not a natural trait. It's something you can get better at. And there are some amazing books out there that can help you with leadership. Um, my personal favorite is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. No, there's no like sponsorship here. I just think it's a phenomenal book. I think what he talks about in Extreme Ownership is the way that leaders need to be thinking and acting um, both in b- business and in the military. So I love that book. I've read it a couple times. I'm making my staff read it this year. It is a phenomenal book on leadership. I highly, highly recommend you pick it up if you haven't. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, you can pick it up uh, and read it or you can get it on Audible. Um, great book. Absolutely great book. And I should say it's by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Uh, he wrote it with one of his other SEAL team leaders. Uh, I oftentimes say by Jocko Willink, but Leif also wrote a number of the chapters. Um, so at the end of the day, we want to remember that we want to get to a point where we're not all, we are not the one doing the dishes. We are not the ones vacuuming the floor. We are not doing those little things that as an owner uh, are, are not your tasking, right? As I said, looking at that effective hourly rate, right now I'm a really highly paid dishwasher. And should I be doing the dishes long term? No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be the one doing the dishes next year. I should have come up with a solution or maybe even next camp. I should have come up with a solution and delegated that task out. So I'm not the one in there doing the dishes. That isn't what I should be doing. There are better uses of my time at camp than just doing the dishes. But at the same time, doing the little things as an owner, those things are never beneath you. When things need doing, delegate them or do them right? That's just what it comes down to. If it needs to be done, know what needs to be done and either delegate it or do it. Those are your options. Ignoring the problem is never going to make it better. Hoping that your staff step up and do it is always going to lead to disappointment. Sometimes they will, but inevitably they're going to get frustrated or they're going to think you're taking advantage of them or they're just not going to do it. And then you're going to get mad. And is it really fair for you to expect your staff to do something that you never actually told them to do? You just want them to know it, right? That that's like that old relationship thing where it's like, I don't want to tell you what to do. I want you to know what to do. And that's really not a fair expectation in a relationship. And it's not a fair expectation of your staff. So we want to make sure that we're delegating it appropriately. So my recommendation moving forward after you finish this podcast, I know it's a quick one, is write down all the things that you're doing throughout the next week that you should not be doing. All right. Mine would be doing the dishes at camp. 
right? Then diligently work toward a plan to delegate that or correct that issue moving forward. And remember, even doing all that, I want you to remember you're never too big of a deal to wash the dishes. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. It was kind of a shoot from the hip one, um, but I think there's some good nuggets in there. Uh, Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, Go over and like NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners. Uh, Go to nextgenowners.com, check out our website. And as I mentioned on my last episode, if you're looking for any uh, other podcast related to cheer, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast by Jason Larkins, hosted by Jason Larkins. They talk all like current events with cheerleading, a ton of really great stuff just in regard to cheer, score sheet conversations, conversations with parents. They answer questions from listeners. Uh, it's a great podcast. I listen to it every time they release an episode. Uh, I think you would enjoy it if you've enjoyed this podcast. All right, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.